You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, it's Tony Vinziano from SLS Promotions. And Tony's coming on the show because the World of Outlaws are coming to the Wilmont Speedway July 29th for the Badger 40. And uh, people are wondering, wow, oh, where's the short track racing in southeastern Wisconsin? Well, it is coming back, isn't it, Tony? It sure is. And, hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. And, yeah, it's Wilmont, uh, you know, we haven't been there a ton of times. I believe this is going to be the fifth time ever the Outlaws have been there. Maybe the the second straight year. So it's kind of becoming an annual race now. And it's one that guys really like. And something that's going to be interesting is they've done a little reconfiguring to the track we've heard. So some of the guys are kind of anxious to see, you know, I think they've added some banking possibly is what we keep hearing. So it'll be kind of a little equalizer out there because everybody kind of knew what the track was like in the past. So if it, it was really flat, so now it's got a little banking out throw a little monkey wrench and things. Yeah. In fact, uh, last year was kind of a surprise win when David Gravel uh, won the race. And you see, you know, drivers like Donnie Schatz and that being so competitive and, and just being the dominant who's kind of picked up where Steve Kinzer picked up in the 80s and 90s, hasn't he? He's on a roll right now. I mean, he's up to about almost 250 career wins now. Steve Kinzer had 577 in his career. So not quite the halfway yet of what Steve's done. And Steve won uh, 20 championships. Donnie's won eight so far on his way to his ninth probably this year. But maybe the last decade, I mean, it's been amazing what he's done. Really just the last four or five years, he's won over 100 races. He, he actually became the first ever driver to win 20, I think it was 25 plus races in like four straight seasons, which was kind of surprising that Steve Kinzer had never done that. But I mean, it's Donnie Schatz, he's on his game right now, but you mentioned David Gravel, who won last year at Wilmot. He's won the last two there, actually. He, he has 10 wins right now. He's third in points. So he, him and Brad Sweet, they're, they're keeping pace with Donnie right now. Brad Sweet doesn't have quite as many wins, but David Gravel's up on the win chart. So those guys are making Donnie earn it this year. Tony, this is uh, Tony DeZeno, so we've got two on, on the line. There's been kind of a, a changing of the guard, I guess you could say, within the world of Outlaws over the last few years. It always used to be Swindell, Kinzer, Hodden, Shield, uh, on down the line. Shots was kind of in that mid-tier, and now he's become the lead guy. But you have this next generation of stars, you know, Sweets and a little younger, Gravel's coming up. Uh, you mentioned some of the other guys. How, how has that transition kind of occurred where there's been this next generation of upcoming up-and-coming dirt stars as well as the, the now more established guys? Yeah, that's, that's a good way to describe it because, I mean, people always said, what's going to happen when Sammy Swindell and Steve Kinzer leave? Everybody said, oh, the world of outlaws is going to go away, and obviously it hasn't. You know, the competition, honestly, might be as strong as it's ever been, as deep as it's ever been. There's, you know, 10, 15 guys that can win every night, but, you know, Donnie Schatz, he wasn't an overnight success. I mean, he toiled out there. 97 was his rookie year, and he didn't win his first outlaws race for a couple seasons out there, and you know, he was never really too high in the points until about 2004 or five is when he really started to click. And the last eight or nine years, he's been with Tony Stewart's team. That's when he's really, really clicked now. But you know, it takes time out there. These young guys like Brad Sweet and David Gravel, they put in their years as well. And it's not something where you just pick it up overnight. You you race 90 times a year, so you get plenty of seat time, but you go to so many different tracks that it, it takes a while to kind of learn how to race with the outlaws and learn the lifestyle and do that. And I think that's something Donnie Schatz has really learned well. And a couple other veterans who are maybe not quite at the same level as Donnie right now, but pretty close to him, Darren Pittman, he's a past series champion, and Shane Stewart who drives for Kyle Larson's team. Now, those are two veterans as well who 
really paid their dues out there. You know, they, they bounced around a little bit from ride to ride. And, and that's one thing Donnie Schatz has had stability in his career, and I think that's probably what's helped him the most. You know, he's only driven two cars his entire career. The first part of his career, he drove the family-owned number 15, and then in 2008 he joined forces with Tony Stewart. So really to only have driven for two teams in, in sprint car racing is pretty unheard of because sometimes guys will go through two rides in a week or, or a month or a season. That's so for sure, yeah. Him to have that ability and the crew chief as well. Him and his crew chief have been together about 10 years, and that's, that's what it takes. I mean, that's kind of what Steve Kinzer had all those years. You know, he had a consistent crew where it was the same guys working on the car year after year, and, and that's something you kind of see with some of these other guys coming up now. You know, the guys like Darren Pittman and Shane Stewart who, who have the good budgets in place. They drive for the NASCAR-based teams just like Donnie Schatz does. So you know, those guys kind of have the stability, and they know what it takes out there. And I think that's that, that's a big part of the changing of the guard. I mean, in the old days, it, it was a lot different out there. Steve Kinzer and Sammy Swindell just they have better equipment than everybody, and they just go out there and mop the, mop the floor with them every night. Whereas today, you know, anybody can go out there and buy the same car and engine that Donnie Schatz has if you have the money to do it. So that kind of equalizes things, and it, it kind of shows the talent of these guys as well in, in today's day and age. Yeah, it certainly has, and and, and the visual, and uh, just everything about a World of Outlaw race. I don't. I think for someone who's never been one, it, it it's really hard to describe. But the speed, there's a sensory the noise. overload. Yes. With, with that, I think That's is the best term. way to describe it. Because I mean, the, the it's the dirt just hits you, but the sound and the feel of the dirt, especially mm-hmm. like in the pace laps as you're building up to the final, I that that's what got me into it. So. Yeah, it's really. I mean, uh, if you haven't been to a sprint car race, and and you know, with Wilmot Speedway, it's a very fran- fan-friendly track and, and great amenities there. And I think you'll be just, I don't want to say overwhelmed. I don't want to scare them away, but it is, it, it, it's nonstop excitement, especially in that 40-lap feature. It really is. I like the way Tony described it as a sensory overload because that's what it is. I mean, you obviously hear the cars and you feel them come by. I mean, the ground shakes and you smell the racing fuel. So it is, I mean, every, every sense in your body, there's something going through it when those cars come by. I mean, 20, 24 cars going out there with over 900 horsepower. I mean, that's a lot of horsepower on a, on a big track, let alone a small track like Wilmot. That's a third mile. So those cars, you know, people often compare it to putting 24 fighter jets in a gymnasium. And it's probably a pretty good comparison because you just turn those guys loose on a small track like Wilmot and there's cars every which way you got to weave your way through traffic. And that's what makes the races exciting, especially when they get to lap traffic. So we're talking uh, Saturday, July 29th. That's at Wilmot Speedway. And uh, when do, uh, when does like track packing start and uh, qualifying? When's that going to start about? Uh, 6.30, the first cars will be on track. That'll be for hot laps, and following that, they'll come for their two laps of time trials, and then that'll set the lineups for the heat races, and 7.30 sharps when the heat races start, and fans can actually come out. Uh, the pits open at 2 o'clock, so it, people can come out early if they got a pit pass or they can get a pit pass, and 4 mm-hmm. o'clock, the regular grandstands open. So 2 o'clock for the pits, 4 o'clock for the grandstands, and cars on the track at 6.30. Excellent. Well, I appreciate it, and like I said, if you haven't been to a sprint car race, got to come out next saturday and and see these guys because it is excitement and sony what is it tony sensory overload there we go (laughs) i I, i'll just just briefly quick and and tony may appreciate this my first time going out was i'm from phoenix originally we the the former manzanita speedway and my dad and i made the mistake of you know most of the crowd was up in the top you know 10 12 rows you know of the grandstand for world of outlaws race and you know 
we see all these open seats on the on the first few rows, and we're thinking, wow, these are great seats. How is nobody <laughs> sitting here? Um, clearly a rookie mistake at that point, and unfortunately we had white T-shirts on, and when the dirt and all the mud came <laughs> came from there, uh, but that's when you get hooked, and, and you you know better for next time. So it, that that's kind of that appreciation that you until you see it, and especially with wing sprints too, just watching the drivers in there. I mean, you really see them working. That's that's what's cool to cool about it. Yeah, it is, and that's, that's I guess an advantage for people to go buy the tickets early. That way, you can sit towards the top. Exactly. Of, you know, See, and, friend, I mean, friend, friendly honestly, advice. when you're at a race, there's there's no bad seat. But at a dirt track race, you definitely want to be be a little bit higher. But Manzanita, that's 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 neat that you mentioned that. Somebody just posted something the other day online about the last race ever there, the last Outlaws race back in 2008, and that was a cool track. I mean, it's definitely missed, and it's a a big void out in that area for sure. Tony, I don't want to put you on the spot, but who are some of the local? Because you got, I think it's about 15 or 16 guys that run the Outlaws full time. But uh, the, when when the Outlaws come into town, a lot of local guys in, in in the area will come also compete. Do we know who some of the local drivers will be running out there too? Yeah, there'll be a good amount of local drivers. You know, last year I think we ended up having about 16, 18 local guys, and it probably tops on that list is Bill Baylog. You know, he won. Last year he won with the Outlaws at Beaver Dam. That was his first ever Outlaws win, and you know he knows the tracks in Wisconsin well. He's won at Wilmot with the IRA in the past, so he'll be one to watch. Scotty Steele, he he normally runs at Wilmot as well. He's an IRA guy, so he'll be tough. And and guys like Matt Vandeveer, he won an IRA show earlier this season, and and Kyle Martin, he's won with them as well this year. So you know the IRA guys will be tough, and and a few a few other guys from the Midwest like Carson Macedo, he's a California guy who calls the Midwest home now. He's going to be coming up there for the weekend in a in a 3G car owned by. Uh, longtime car owner and engine builder Joe Gurdy. So, you know, you never know if some other tracks rain out somewhere else. Some of those guys sometimes pop in. And, and so it's going to be a good feel. I mean, normally it's 30, 35 cars for a show at Wilmot. And the locals are tough. I mean, those guys like defending their turf like Bill Baylock did when he mm-hmm. was up at Beaver Dam last season. So those guys will give the outlaws a run for their money, especially with the track changed a little bit. That should, should benefit those guys a little bit because they've run there a handful of times this year. Yeah, you guys are on a, on Facebook too. It's SLS S's and Sam L's and Larry S's and Sam Promotions. You can find them on Facebook. Where else are you on social media, Tony? Uh, Twitter SLS underscore Promotions, and and yeah, like you mentioned, on Facebook, and and you can go to the World of Outlaws as well. They have good information on their Facebook and Twitter and their website, and Wilmot Raceway as well. They do a good job, especially uh, they don't have a Twitter, but they have a good Facebook where they post a lot of information, and and Wilmot's r- Raceway website as well. Got the point standings and stuff like that up there. So a lot a lot of good stuff online to get ready for the race next week. Excellent, and then we did post some information on the TFI final inspection page on Facebook. Make sure to check out that out, and we'll also be posting throughout the week uh, up for the upcoming uh, Badger 40 World of Outlaw Spring Car Show at Wilmot uh, on July 29th. Make sure to get out there. Tony, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thank you, guys. See you out there. That was Tony uh, Tony Vinziano uh, from SLS Promotions uh, talking about the World of Outlaws and the Badger 40 Spring Sprint car race coming up here at Wilmot Speedway. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.